Ross FM 94.6 Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web Listen in online at rossfm.ie Tune in to Note Self on Ross FM 94.6, presented by Adam O'Dwyer. Note Self is on the airways every Friday between 10 and 11 a.m. Tune in on rossfm.ie forward slash live. That's Note Self, presented by Adam O'Dwyer, on the airways every Friday between 10 and 11 a.m. Only on Ross FM 94.6. Good morning, you're listening to Note to Self on Ross FM with me, Adam O'Dwyer. Join me every Friday from 10am to 11am right here on Ross FM. Hope your Friday's going well so far and you're excited about the weekend ahead. To start off this hour, here is Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine. Regrets collect like old friends Here to relive your darkest moments I can see no in a while and all of the goods come out to play and every demon wants his pound of flesh but I like to keep some things to myself I like to keep my shoes strong it's always darkest before the
Welcome back, that was Florence and the Machine. You're listening to Note to Self on Ross FM. I'm Adam O'Dwyer on the airways every Friday morning, listening live from anywhere on the Ross FM website, or join us later by listening to the podcast version on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or most other major podcasting outlets. If you're a regular listener of the show, you might remember that we had the founders of Stalking Ireland on the show. Uh, Stalking Ireland, for anyone who doesn't know, is an organization that aims to spread awareness of stalking in Ireland, as well as some of the resources that are available for people who find themselves the victims of stalking. But they're also campaigning for increased legislated power to protect people who are being stalked. So one of the main problems is that at the moment there is no standalone anti-stalking legislation in Ireland, despite recommendations that this be implemented. So the two founders of Stalking Ireland, Una Ring and Eve McDowell, have put together a bill which is currently being reviewed and will hopefully have an update on soon. When they appeared on the show, they spoke about this, but they also talked about their experiences being stalked. And Eve made an interesting point of how stalking can oftentimes be portrayed as romantic in movies. Take a listen. We can't understand why there isn't much emphasis on it globally. Like I just feel globally, we don't know enough about it. Because I think it was in Sussex, there was a study done in like, the amount of homicides done in the year before they did the study, 91% of those cases, the victims were stalked beforehand. So I just feel like if we had that early intervention and if we knew the science and if we knew and understood what it was and bust the myths that are there and stop romanticising it, which we do see in Hollywood things, films and stuff sometimes, like in Twilight when... Edward comes in and he watches Bella sleep in the middle of the night and, you know, the audience is just led to believe that this is something romantic. Um, Actually, that's a really good point. And, and I think maybe that might contribute a little bit to people's minimum reaction when, when they're told they don't always take it seriously because we see all those things. And they you're right, they are romanticised. At the end of the day, that night could have easily gone a different way. And definitely it got... and it's minimizing it it's crossing someone's personal boundary and like if people are seeing these things portrayed as romance in movies and tv shows then you know it's, it's not going to have a good effect on their response when it happens to their friends or loved ones in real life that was a clip from an interview i did previously with eve mcdell from stalking ireland If you are interested in listening to the full interview, you can listen to the podcast version of Note to Self. But for the purposes of this show, for anyone who hasn't heard that interview, Eve is a young woman who found herself being the object of obsession for a man who went to the same university as she did. It wasn't someone that she was particularly close with, and the situation escalated very, very quickly. As a younger person, it wasn't necessarily always taken seriously. The movie that Eve referenced was the first Twilight movie, which, in case you're lucky enough not to know, is about a vampire who falls in love with a teenage girl, becomes obsessed with her, and eventually they begin a relationship. In the context of the story, his obsession is played off as romantic. The scene that Eve referenced is when Edward the vampire breaks into 
the main character's bedroom and watches her sleep. When the main character is made aware of this violation of privacy, she isn't angry, she's not upset, she's actually happy and flattered by the attention. This actually mirrors some of the responses that Eve and Una Ring, the other co-founder of Stalking Ireland, have received when speaking about being stalked, with people asking them whether they were flattered by the attention. Despite being criticised by authors like Stephen King, the Twilight books and movies were extremely popular when they were released, particularly with teenage girls. Over the course of the series, the relationship between the two leads is extremely toxic, with Bella, the main female, the main protagonist, actively putting herself in danger to get Edward's attention, Edward controlling Bella's actions, watching her without her permission, and dictating the people that she can have in her life. I'm going to play a clip from the movie. In this scene, the main character Bella finds out that Edward has been watching her sleep, at this point in the story, Edward is barely more than a stranger. Have a listen. How did you get in here? The window. Do you do that a lot? Um, just the past couple of months. I like watching you sleep. It's, um... It's kind of fascinating to me. Um, well, I just want to try one thing. Just stay very still. Don't move. Stop it! I'm sorry. Stronger than I thought. Yeah, I, I wish I could say the same. I can't ever lose control with you. Hey, don't go. I'm not trying to make the point that Twilight is the only movie that shows potentially stalker-like behavior and presents it as romance. That's very far from the truth. In fact, the concept is somewhat of a staple in romantic comedy movies as a genre, with movies like Love Actually and Sleepless in Seattle coming under scrutiny in recent years when people have taken a look back and seen some of the more problematic elements of the film. Then there are movies like while you were sleeping in which Sandra Bullock plays a woman who essentially falls in love with a man she's never met and then after an accident leaves him in a coma she pretends to be his fiance tricking his entire family and this isn't viewed as stalking perhaps the main issue with Twilight though is the audience that it's aimed at the younger audience are much more likely to see the messages in the movie and internalize them. Over the course of the four books and five movies, the characters never have a healthy dynamic. There's always a power imbalance between the two with, with Edward having control over Bella's life. Though this is a common theme across a wide range of romantic comedies, 
it does occasionally appear in other genres of movies, even with superheroes which would be more popular with young boys than girls. Have a listen to this scene from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No more this little nose rub you do. Okay. Yeah, so I did that and I got completely addicted to this place that has Korean meatballs. Yeah. Have you been there? Oh, I don't know. It's mind-blowing. That place on 6, I know, you love it there. How do you know that? Hmm? How do you know I love it there? Because, um... She told me. I just opened last month. Have you been following me? I knew it. How often? Just once a day. Sometimes. Sometimes more. Oh boy. Why? Sure I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the closest I can get to still being with you. If you're not familiar with the movie, the scene is between Peter Parker, or Spider-Man, and his ex-girlfriend Gwen Stacy, who is seen as a very intelligent and independent woman. During the scene, she finds out that Peter, who she has broken up with, is following her on a daily basis, and once again she is flattered to discover this. There is a trend in Hollywood movies to show this kind of interest as being a romantic gesture. We do have to take a break now, but when we come back, we're going to have a look at what happens when this role is reversed, when the media presents something that is clearly intended to be viewed as negative and as dangerous, but the audience has an alternative reaction. So stay tuned, you are listening to Note to Self on Ross FM, and we'll be right back. KC's Ross Gammon, with Londis, Circle K, Supermax, Papa John's, Super Subs, and Ticketmaster, all under one roof. That's KC's at Lone Road, Ross Gammon. Call 090-663-8000. Heinz Pharmacy, Castle Street, Ross Common. Contact us on 09066 34147. We offer a wide range of in-store services. We also offer online loyalty points. So log on today to HeinzPharmacy.ie. That's Heinz Pharmacy, servicing the community of Roscommon. Contact us on 09066 34147. Best for babies, Castle Street, Roscommon, across the road from Heinz Pharmacy. Wagon Tales, now location in Roscommon Town. Why not look us up online at wagontailspetshop.ie? We're open seven days a week. Give us a call on 087 719 8909. 
Here at Wagon Tales you'll find hand-reared birds, from budgies to macaws, cold water fish, small mammals such as guinea pigs, rats, hamsters and rabbits. We've got hedgehogs, tortoises and even snakes. Why not drop into the store today and look us up online at wagontailspetshop.ie for all your pet and pet product needs. Best Drive by Continental, Lanesborough Street, Roscommon Town, now open. We're here for you six days a week, Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 6, and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Why not drop into Best Drive, Roscommon, and ask for Robert, our branch manager, who will assist you with all of your queries. Here at Best Drive, we offer a free pre-NCT check, a free safety check, and a full range of parts and car maintenance options. Book your service online at bestdrive.ie forward slash Roscommon. And while you're online, why not check out our special offers? You drive, we care. Equity Plant Hire. Supplying you with self-drive hire of diggers, jumpers, rollers, hoists and cherry pickers. Power washers at more at keen rates. Selection of Jeep trailers for hire also. Delivery and collection service provided. Give us a call today on 87 We'll fix you up. Common Town Teams, aiming to make Roscommon a better place to live, work and play. Find us on Facebook. Garvey's Builder Merchants, Lanesborough Road, Roscommon. Providing all the building materials you need for your project, including bricks and blocks to tiles, slates, fueling systems, drainage, cement, timber and insulation. The one-stop shop for your building and DIY needs. Open Monday to Saturday till 5pm. Call on 0662727722 or log on to garveys.ie. This is Martina Dockery from the Mixed Bag Music Show. I'm just dropping by to let you know about an exciting opportunity to advertise on RossFM 94.6 and on our website rossfm.ie. Have your ad on the air this week and remind Roscommon that you are open for business. Take advantage of our competitive rates and submit your application today at rossfm.ie forward slash advertise. So do it today. We're waiting to hear from you. RossFM supporting local business. You are the only exception 
Welcome back. You're listening to Note to Self on Ross FM. Be after the break, we had Par. Welcome back. You're listening to Note to Self on Ross FM. After the break, we had The Only Exception by Paramore, followed by Fleetwood Mac's Everywhere. I'm Adam O'Dwyer, and you can find me right here every Friday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Or if you want to download the podcast version of the show, you can do so on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and as well as Spotify. Before the break, we were speaking in case you are, if you're just tuning in now, if you're just tuning in now, before the break, we were speaking about a previous interview we had with Eve McDell from Stalking Ireland, in which she referenced how the media has affected people's view of stalking. So before the so we've already discussed some of the times where a negative where movies have negatively portrayed stalking as romantic, but I thought as a fun twist, it would be interesting to look at a time where the opposite happened. So firstly, I... I'm a bit of a book nerd myself, so I'm go- so even though there is a TV show adaptation of this book, I'm just going to which we will be looking at, which we will be speaking about a little bit later, I'm going to begin with the book. So the book in question is You by So the book in question is So the book in question is You by Carolyn by Caroline Kepnes and was published in September 2014. The book is the main premise of the book follow, so the main narrator of the book is a man called Joe who falls in love who becomes obsessed with a young grad student named Beck with a young grad student named Beck his obsession takes over uh, his obsession takes over his life as he begins to learn more about learn more about this stranger and indoctrinate himself into her life becoming and indoctrinate herself into her life the there's a really interesting the book itself is a really great read uh, but there's a really interesting There's a really interesting technique that the author uses in that whenever Joe is narrating about Beck, he refers to her as you. So it's uh, giving the impression that he he refers to her as you, giving the impression that he's telling the story to Beck, giving the impression that he is telling the story to Beck. And it's a it's a really interesting technique. And it does make, and it does bring you, and it does bring the reader into the story in a way that a lot of fiction doesn't. And and as his techniques become creepier and become more and more, 
And as Joe becomes more and more unstable, having someone refer to all these things that they're doing to you is having someone refer to all these things that they're doing to you is quite alarming. And and does and does drive the point home that these are not and does drive the point point home that this is a mentally unstable person. Joe takes simple things that Beck does as signs that he is. Joe, Joe takes simple things that Beck does as signs that they're meant to be together. Joe takes simple things that Joe takes simple things that Beck does as signs that they're supposed to be together. This is actually something that was mentioned by Eve McDowell, the co-founder of Stalking Ireland. I'm going to play you a little clip from that interview. Would you mind, in your own words, maybe just explaining a little bit about the difference between the two? Because I know when we were speaking to, to Una last week, I think the main point that she wanted to get across was that harassment can often turn into stalking, but they're not the same level. Yeah. So if you think about it, if you have someone harassing someone, it could be like a neighbour annoyed over a land dispute or something like that. The intentions of someone who's harassing someone and the intentions of someone who's stalking someone are different because usually in a harassment case, you can sit down and there's a resolution at the end. Um, it could be over something in particular or over an argument or something. Whereas with stalking, 99% of the time, the stalker is very much obsessed with the victim and fixated whether they think that they love them or they, sometimes it's through rage or revenge as well. But it very much engulfs their life. Like a lot of the time, stalkers might end up losing their jobs because it just not only does it take over the victim's life entirely because it's on your mind every day, it takes over the stalker's life as well. So as we say, like it's a much more insidious Insidious thing. And actually, having said that, if you look at um, some of the guidelines around harassment, I think one of the first things that they recommend is mediation, which wouldn't really be a suitable fix in, say, no. a stalking case. No, because if it was a stalking case, you're then giving the stalker opportunity to have contact with the victim, which could actually increase because a lot of the time you could have stalkers that might think that the victim's doing things. For them, like, you know, the victim, like the person could just wear a dress someday and then the stalker might think, oh, God, oh, she's wearing that for me. Their version of reality can really become distorted and something like that direct contact, that could actually be very dangerous for a victim to undertake. As always, if you'd like to, you can find the full version of that interview by downloading the Note to Self podcast, which is available on Spotify and most other podcasting outlets. But the point that Eve makes about something as simple as wearing a dress being interpreted as a significant sign to a person who is obsessed is paralleled really well in the book. Eventually, Joe gets access to Beck's emails and is annoyed when he finds that she isn't speaking about him to her friends. While most people wouldn't gain access to someone else's email inbox, if they did, they would probably associate not being mentioned with 
there being a lack of interest, whereas Joe sees it as the opposite. He begins to see himself as Beck's little secret, something that is too important for her to share with her friends. This twist on reality is very interesting and really gets into the mind of someone who is obsessed with another person and desperately wants to believe that it is mutual. The reason why I brought this up as sort of the opposite situation than Twilight and, and other pieces of media that have shown stalking as romantic is that that there is currently a Netflix adaptation a television series of the book You, which has had an interesting reaction online. I believe in love at first sight. No real words? Only fake ones. <laughs> Everything ship. I love that. It's so easy, so right. This is how our story goes, Beck. I think I might really like him. Too much? That's perfect. If I just keep being the perfect boyfriend, you'll realize I'm not a maybe. I'm the one. Love is tricky. Can we get real for a second? You have questionable taste in friends. A guy needs to protect himself. She's lucky she has me. Beck rarely knows what's best for her. It scares me to love someone so completely and not have them love you back. I need to know who you really are. I've read people wrong in the past. Are you following me? I'm on to you. I won't let her get in the way of us. I think you were hiding something. You're being crazy. Honestly, you're lucky to have me. Every relationship has its obstacles to overcome, right? The plot of the Netflix series is very similar to that of the book. You have Joe, who becomes obsessed with Beck and begins to integrate himself into her life and takes increasingly drastic actions to become the centerpiece of her world. The story is a little bit different, but the fan reaction online was significantly in favour of the character of Joe. There was very little judgement for his actions with a lot of people fawning over the character who is in fact a kidnapper and murderer. Now it is worth noting that a lot of this has probably got to do with the fact that the actor who plays Joe also played a popular character in Gossip Girl which was a television show that was aimed at that same younger female demographic as the likes of Twilight was and now a lot of those fans have likely followed him over into this new more mature role. In an interview with Today, the actor Penn Badgley who plays Joe 
commented on why he believes that people are attracted to the character. His analysis of the situation was, I don't see him as a portrayal of a real person. I see him as a representation of the part of us that identifies with him. The part of us that is a troll. That, that part of us that is victim blaming. The part of us that is privileged and blind were meant to identify with him. While the piece of media does not represent him as the sort of happy-go-lucky, viable love interest that the likes of Twilight or Sleepless in Seattle did, it is worth noting that Joe is the central narrator of the story, both in the book and in the television series, which means that we do see everything from his point of view, and in that respect, become endeared to him and may end up rooting for him to get away with some of these crimes. It would be difficult to argue that watching romantic comedies and other forms of media that portray stalking-like behaviour as just a regular part of everyday romance are actually causing people to take on this behaviour, but based on the experiences that Eve had when she opened up about being stalked, it does appear that it has at very least normalized this behavior in a lot of ways. There was a piece written in The Onion about a 28-year-old man from Torrance, California who was arrested for stalking a woman and the headline of the article was Romantic Comedy Behavior Gets Real Life Man Arrested. The man in question was arrested after he violated a restraining order that a kindergarten teacher had taken out against him. The kindergarten teacher advised that he had been stalking her for two months at this time. Some of the things that he was doing were spying on her, tapping her phone, showing up to her workplace and serenading her with Close to You by the Carpenters, and even tricking her to get on Caribbean-bound jets. Despite the fact that she had told him several times that she wasn't interested, he just kept coming up with crazier and crazier schemes to try make her fall in love with him. On the night he was arrested, he dressed up as a repairman and entered her home. The idea of making someone fall in love with you is also extremely common in these types of movies and television series. If you take, for example, the television show How I Met Your Mother, you have Ted, the main character, who instantly falls for Robin, who he knows nothing about, and makes several attempts to win her over despite the fact that she turns him down repeatedly. And as an audience, we're supposed to root for Ted, we're supposed to view him as the hero of the story, and getting the girl is the ultimate trophy. If you look at you, on the other hand, we have a much more realistic portrayal of what that situation is like when someone just decides that you're the one for them. Joe makes several attempts to enter Beck's life through means that would terrify a normal person. And at no point are we supposed to think that he's the good good guy. We're made very aware that this man is deluded, that he is the bad guy and that she is essentially in danger by knowing him. And yet there's still the audience reaction to root for this character. The unusual fan reaction to the show has been highlighted 
by numerous reporters and critics who have expressed concerns over the sheer number of people who have positively identified with the character of Joe. The most famous of these reactions is that of actress Millie Bobby Brown, who, after beginning the show, posted this online. Okay, so I just started that new show, You. He's not creepy, he's in love with her, and it's okay. So I'm obsessed with it, I've binge watching it, absolute banger Netflix. By the way, I know everybody's gonna. Hold on, I need to pause it. I need to pause it. Okay, I know everybody's gonna say, oh, he's a stalker, why would you support that? No, like, he's in love with her, and it's just like, just watch the show, and don't judge me on my opinion. So then the girl is gonna have to find out that her boyfriend killed her ex-boyfriend because the ex-boyfriend was no good. I mean, like, I'm on episode four, I don't really know what's going on, but I think I'm gonna have to watch The Great British Baking Show after this, because this is a tad intense for me. Oh my god, I'm quaking, and I don't even use that word. Okay, I'm sitting here, just doing a bit of my geometry, and then that, that Netflix bubble comes on, and I literally am shaking. I have never been so- But anyway, I'm just in one of those moods. To everyone out there today, this is all the content you'll get from me. Go watch you, go do your geometry, and don't get scared of the Netflix bubble. Peace. Peace. Just for some context, that was a clip of actress Millie Bobby Brown, most famously known for playing Eleven in Stranger Things, giving her reaction to the Netflix series You. Keep in mind that this is the reaction of a teenage girl, and she hadn't seen the entire season yet, but from the clip that you've just heard, you can tell that at this point in the story, he has already murdered someone, and she is still convinced that this is love. After she finished the season, she did release a second clip. So I just finished you, and um, I guess the other day I made a video. Um, I was on episode two. I, I guess I gathered an analysis too quickly. Watched episode ten. Most definitely, definitely is a stalker. <laughs> Um, but it was a really great show, so I'm really excited for season two. My bad if I upset anyone. I don't personally believe that we can place the responsibility for changing people's mindsets solely on the media, but it is a dangerous mindset to have. If you do want to hear more about the real life stories, of people who have had to live through being stalked, please do go back and listen to the first and second episode of Note to Self, where we spoke to both of the co-founders from Stalking Ireland about their own experiences. And when you hear what it was like for those women in real life, it makes this kind of media harder to consume and really puts it in context. If you or anyone that you know is affected by stalking, Please do also reach out to Stalking Ireland who have a list of resources that are available for you. Unfortunately at the moment, because there is no standalone legislation against stalking in Ireland, there are limited resources but they do exist and help is out there. That is actually all the time that we have for today but you can tune in again next week from 10am 
right here on Ross FM. Again, you can listen in live from anywhere on the Ross FM website. And if you do want to catch up after the show, you can do so on Spotify and most other major podcasting outlets. I hope you have an absolutely amazing weekend. But to finish off this hour, I'm going to leave you with David Bowie's Modern Love. Enjoy.
You're tuned in to Note Self on Ross FM 94.6, presented by Adam O'Dwyer. Note Self is on the airways every Friday between 10 and 11 a.m. Tune in on rossfm.ie forward slash live. That's Note Self, presented by Adam O'Dwyer, on the airways every Friday between 10 and 11 a.m. Only on Ross FM 94.6.